0: Hello, and welcome to Here's the Thing with me, Kay. For the first episode of this podcast ever, we are going to talk about this game called Hidden Kitchen. A game so annoying you have to pay attention and perceive, I guess. This is episode 1. Why is there a bulldog sleeping in my kitchen? So, in this game called Hidden Kitchen, you basically have to look for a number of items within a very messy and disorganized kitchen. I think it is super on the notes how you have to pay attention to be able to succeed in this game. However, what is not blatantly obvious in this seemingly simple task of finding random items are the cognitive processes gamers like me go through when we play this game. First, we are going to talk about the cognitive process of attention. Specifically, its concept reflected in the game, which is the two possible directions of attention and how it influenced the way of playing the game. One of these is called bottom-up direction, which means that the saliency of an object captures our attention. On the other hand, top-down direction of attention focuses on how we voluntarily guide our attention to a specific object or stimulus. Are these present in the game? Absolutely! As a matter of fact, both both of these directions go hand-in-hand in the game. First of all, Bottom-up direction alerts us to the salient items in the midst of the mess. Therefore, we would most likely notice first the things that are unusual or odd, like a… a sleeping bulldog. However, since we are tasked to search only for specific items, top-down direction of attention comes to play. In a way, it modulates the signals from the bottom-up attention and instead guides us to what we are actually looking for. This was greatly incorporated in the game because despite being distracted by the many things in the kitchen, that capture our attention, you would always go back to voluntarily navigating your attention to what you actually need to look for. Another concept of attention that is visible in Hidden Kitchen would be Anne Treisman's Feature Integration Theory. Basically, this suggests that once we see an object, we unconsciously recognize its elements and then we integrate these features until we make sense of what we're looking at. However, this integration or binding of features could only occur if we pay attention. Now, this theory has been revolutionary since it was proposed, not just in cognitive psychology, but also in neurophysiology and psychophysics. But I'm not going to talk about that, although it sounds badass. Happy International Women's Month. Anyway, as I've said, this theory by Triisman is greatly incorporated in our game, Hidden Kitchen, because in order to find the items we need to look for, we first have to integrate the elements of each item, then make sense of what they look like, and use this integration to find them within the mess. The feature integration theory, basically, proves why we do not need to go back and forth from the reference of what the item looks like, but instead, by paying attention, we are able to integrate from our cognition the features of the item that then helps us find it in the kitchen. Again, isn't that amazing? Okay. Since we've gotten attention out of the way, let's now talk about another cognitive process called perception. But before we delve into that, we must differentiate perception first with sensation, which is the transformation of stimuli into electrical signals that would be received by your brain. Consequently, your brain processes these signals, you become aware of the stimuli you paid attention to, and act on it. That is perception. This is also called the perceptual process, and this process, I believe, was exemplary reflected in the game. Once you have paid attention to the reference of the items, we look for each of these in the kitchen, right? Now, the perceptual process begins when among the chaos of stimuli, our eyes, which is the sensory receptor in this case, will come in contact with one of the referenced items we are looking for. Once we pay attention to this stimulus, let's say the sleeping dog, our sensory receptors send signals of what we just saw to our brain. Then, perception and recognition happen where we interpret and process these signals. After this whole interpretation by which we realize it is one of the items we are looking for, the brain sends signals to our body to take action, and that's what makes us click on the sleeping dog. I'm obviously obsessed with the blue dog, I can stop thinking about it. Okay, so before, we've covered the dichotomy in attention which was top-down and bottom-up driven. Unsurprisingly, These are also present in the concept of perception, where top-down means filling the gaps of what we perceive and bottom-up where we rely on the stimulus presented by the world. And I believe that they also work together in the perceptual process. How so? Okay, let me explain. We use bottom-up processing when our vision sees the item and then the stimulus sends electrical signals to our brain which it then processes and interprets and that consequently influences us to act on it and click on the goddamn dock. On the other hand, We use top-down processing in a way because we use the reference of the item as we look for it. Once we found it in the kitchen, to be able to perceive it as the item we are looking for, we integrate our previous knowledge of what the item looks like and use it to properly perceive the one we are looking at. I know it sounds a bit confusing, I am also quite confused, but I believe that the game reflected how using bottom-up processing was helpful in selecting the right stimulus, while top-down processing aided in finding the right stimulus, by providing references that served as previous knowledge. And there you have it, attention and perception in Hidden Kitchen. I think we learned through this game that seemingly complex concepts could be well explained while having fun. Personally, it stressed me out, but as I have played, I now recognize the power of interaction between our brain and our surroundings, which greatly helps us navigate not just our kitchens, but our world. Without these cognitive processes, it would be hard to find things that may just be in front of us. We just have to pay attention and perceive. Okay, so before I end this episode, would I recommend playing Hidden Kitchen? Well, at least once. Probably just once ever in your life. Because here's the thing. It is a way to specifically experience cognitive concepts such as attention and perception in a not-so-dull but stressful way. But I think if you do not want to hate kitchens, please stay away from this game. Again, I'm gay. And that was the thing.